I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gonokurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hey guys, and welcome back to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone. I hope you're super well, but wowee, has it been a week since we last spoke. So let's just quickly rewind to the episode where we talked about angel numbers and what it all means when we went through the bushfires in 2019 and we received the evacuate message from the number 444444444. Do we all remember me talking about this? Well, it's safe to say my PTSD kicked in on Tuesday morning when I woke up at 7am and checked my phone to have four messages from 444444444. And not only that, but several other messages from family and friends. So if you know where I'm from, rural Victoria, and living like on a property with my parents. We are close to bushland-ish and (laughs) we're out of town. We're definitely not in anywhere that feels dangerous and we always do feel safe in circumstances like this and our property is very well kept and green and lush and beautiful but these messages never get not scary it shakes you honestly when you wake up to something like that and with all the messages that were on my phone and silly me (laughs) sleeping with my phone on do not disturb um yeah, wasn't a good idea because I woke up and ran outside thinking to see a lot worse than what I saw. But yeah, it's not a nice feeling, is it? Waking up to something like that. But once again, we have managed to come out the other side and not have been in any harm or distress as such. And thank God the heavens above opened up and the rain came when it did, saving a lot of heartache, that's for sure. And it literally rained for 24 hours after that. So what a wild time it's been and now our region is quite flooded, but honestly, it's not at all damaging, hopefully, as it could be either. So we're quite lucky and crazy the world that we are now living in and for this all to be happening in October. And now, believe it or not, there is snow on the mountain, like I can see from my parents' home views of the mountains and they've got snow caps on them so there you bloody go anyway it's been a nice week for me to really slow back down I felt like my first week back from vacay was very intense and that's always going to happen when you take time off come back and everyone wants a piece of you and wants to contact you and everything which was so expected but at the same time I've sort of caught up on everything and have managed to have a lot more of a chilled out week and it's been really good because it's given me time to sort of prepare for tomorrow's launch of the journal. I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you who sent me beautiful messages and who got around and commented on the post or have shared the post of the journal and all the content that I've been getting out there for you guys. I'm so excited for this. I cannot tell you how long I've been wanting to do something like this and it's just crazy to hold something physically that came out of your brain. It's a really weird concept and it's so good. It feels amazing. So a little bit of info about the journal. I know I talked a lot about it last week but I just thought I'd give you the facts so that you are prepared for tomorrow's launch. So it's going live tomorrow, Tuesday the 10th of October. So if you're listening 
in real time. It's tomorrow, but if you are catching up on that potty, it's already live. So hop on to my website, which is ascreativecollective.com.au and you'll find it on there. And it is retailed at $59.95, excluding the shipping. And we also have a couple of bundles available to get the journal and the OG cap in the royal blue, which is there's very, very limited stock on that. So if you want a cap and a journal, you get the bundle together. And yeah, get in quick for that because you won't want to miss out on that that's for sure we will be officially going live at 7 30 p.m on tuesday 10th of october so set your alarms and get bloody ready because this is going to be a game changer for you guys so let's talk about why i decided to launch on the 10th of october it's 10th of the 10th it's obviously an angel number in itself but specifically to that i think you guys should know the deeper reason why i chose to launch on this date so firstly october is mental health awareness month But more specifically, the 10th of October is World Mental Health Day. Now, for me, journaling is something that has dramatically helped me in my life and with my mental health over the last few years to help me get in a positive mindset, to help me understand my thoughts and my feelings and to rationalize everything more clearly. As I am someone who does tend to isolate myself when I feel stressed out or overwhelmed, And I don't tend to talk about my feelings to many people because I'm always thinking, what if someone doesn't have capacity to hear what I've got going on? Because I know what it's like when I don't have capacity to take on somebody else's thoughts and feelings and help them rationalize them. And like at the end of the day, you have your support network around you. It's about just being honest with people if you can or cannot take on extra and Yeah, I think journaling has been something for me that has let me express the way I feel and make me feel less maybe alone because it's almost like I can write out how I feel, put it on paper, and then when I read it back, I sort of think to myself, if this was a friend coming to me and they were telling me this, how would I counsel this and how would I give them feedback and what things would I tell somebody else to go and do if this was happening to them? And if this was the way that they were feeling, because I'm definitely someone, obviously I have a podcast that I give advice to everyone and I don't always take it on myself. So journaling has helped me be better at that. And it's also something that I like as a keepsake. It's something that I find really special to look back on and realize how far I've come in my life and different things and different experiences. And no matter when you've written about things that have been really emotional and and hard and heartbreak and all those funny things we go through and the lows but at the same time when you have the big highs and you think oh like I'd love if this could happen and all the things that I manifest and then when you read back and realize all those things came to fruition journals hold so much and it's such a powerful tool but it's also just such a beautiful little ritual that we have with ourselves. and I'll say it time and time again it's such a beautiful thing to have as your own little safe space So I obviously chose to launch on the 10th because in light of being Mental Health Day, I want to provide a resource for people who would like something like this and to see if this helps them on their journey. I'm very aware that when we have mental health struggles, though, that there's a lot of parts involved in helping us heal and helping us work through things. And this is just one way we can do so. And I just hope that it finds the right people and If you know someone who could benefit from something like this, it would be such a beautiful gift to give somebody else because, again, it might be something that someone's not really willing to invest in themselves or 
they might not see the value in it. But trust me, like my journal has been on many a journeys with me so far. And without that and without having that to reflect on to see how far I've come, I don't think I would be where I am because it's really helped me to realize where I am, who I am, and all of the things that I've achieved and all of the low parts that have had to help me get to the high parts. So it's a really impactful thing to have a part of your life, whilst also just a cute little ritual, a cute little diary to have in your home. It's going to be super cute, super aesthetic, and just a really beautiful thing for you or for a loved one. Have you ever heard of the saying, hurt people hurt people? Well, if so, have you ever heard of the extension to that, which is healed people heal people? I often think of this as a way of, wow, some of the people out there who have gone through the thick of things are some of the most beautiful, kind-hearted, outgoing, amazing people you meet. And they've done a lot of work because they've had to. And you see the difference in someone who's still hurt and who hasn't done any work on themselves, who hasn't healed something that's deep in their subconscious, which is not their own fault. It takes a long time to come to the realization acceptance of something we might have experienced a long time ago and to heal through it properly. And then you see someone who has taken time to heal themselves and healing isn't an overnight journey and it's it's an evolution because we continue to go through things in life that shape us and who that give us times to reflect and to be challenged and then again when we have to come to an acceptance of something needs to change and that's when we can then start to, on our healing journey and for me like i feel like i've healed a lot of generational trauma and de- generational beliefs and opinions and these are things and conversations that i have with my family as well and also just for myself and the way i have gone through like little hurdles in life that I just haven't let dwell because I don't want to continue to have like the opinion of someone else affect my life as I grow up from like things I went through in high school and then also like when you move out of home and then move in with housemates and then you move in like on your own and so many different life experiences you have different friendships you have different relationships situationships just so much happens in such a small part small part of time as well as a young person that you find very heightening to go through and we have to go through little things like that growing up to challenge us and for us to learn and for us to grow and then to get to early adulthood where you start implementing those learnings and beliefs and becoming your own person with your own identity and the way you cope and the way you deal with things and the way you make judgments and yeah if we haven't sort of gone through enough experience to heal through things and to reshape our own beliefs then when we get to adulthood we that's when you can say like oh that person's like so immature or that person like it doesn't have any life experience and it's not their own fault like some people just don't have a lot of trauma or some people don't have a lot of intense life experiences at a young age and they develop like those things happen to them in their life later on and it has a lot to do with like past life karma and all this other stuff 
but it's funny how you can tell when someone's gone through more in life because of at a young at a young age specifically because of the way they are in early adulthood or yeah I don't know does that make sense I'm sure you're thinking of someone (laughs) when I say something like that but I definitely feel that myself and have always had a bit more of like an older perspective on life I've just dealt with things quicker at a younger age I don't know just the way my timeline has gone so yeah I think I learned a lot of things from the age of 19, like I got into self-development and learned a lot about it and read a lot of books about it, listened to podcasts about it, got into journaling, got into gratitude practices. Like I've done a lot of work on myself and I remember when I first got into it and I would start telling my parents about these things I was learning, very foreign things to them. My mum would say something to people, to someone and they'd be like, you do not realise how lucky you are to know that at the age of 19. Like I'm only learning about that now and I'm over 40 and it's crazy how you get to learn these things at a younger age, etc. And that's why I am here where I am and I'm sharing it because I wish more people could have learned this from a younger age and the more I share my voice and my learnings and help the others like on their journey to learn about it as soon as they can in their life, the better they're going to be and the the world as a collective can be the more we learn and grow and shape our beliefs and not take on any more generational belief and trauma and opinion and toxicity because we are progressing and we're in a very much progressive era and I think it's really powerful time to use our voice and in the generation that we're in we have a lot more safe space to do that and we have a lot more resources to do that and to reach a wider audience by using our voice and talking about things where you're really passionate about and helping others as well. And so when it comes to mental health and being able to talk about it, I think I know that we're moving in a better direction. It's not perfect, but it's definitely better than what it is. And especially in females and males, just to give you like an example, my dad works in a very, very male dominated industry and he works away for two weeks at a time and he tells us that like the way that they've progressed in his work to talk about things to have meetings and are you okay day and not just on those days do they talk about men's mental health and to use their voice and to share what's going on at home to share what's going on in their mind and to be there and support each other and if someone's not okay like they you know they do something about it and it's great to hear that a male dominated industry are progressing like that and are more open to talking about what is going on especially when it comes to mental health or physical health is another thing I think a lot of men are very much in denial about and won't do things to get yeah won't go get checks done or won't talk about something if they feel not quite right and we are as women also very guilty of that it's about really being in tune with your body and making sure that you make decisions <laughs> that are going to benefit your health and if something doesn't feel right don't let it go on for too long and yeah mental health physical health emotional health spiritual health we need to be constantly working on our our health in a collective way because if one is taking care of the others are lacking and it's about just having a really divine balance between them all and practicing them in different ways and it doesn't have to be anything extreme it's just little ways that feel good and feel right for you so like taking care of your physical health going for a walk every day if that's what makes you feel good going to 
the doctor when you feel like something doesn't feel right or is going to see a naturopath. Taking in supplements, whatever makes you feel better in your body and if you're stressed or if you're fatigued, like those are things that need to be dealt with at the source. And then also going and doing something for your spiritual health, like whether that's practicing meditation, journaling, having time in nature, grounding yourself and just understanding your intuition or something like emotional health. And with that, I think the first thing we think about is crying and I definitely am not a very big crier and I think it is really blocking. And when I do finally cry, I like let it out and out and out because it's built up and blocked for so long. Like I guess it's bottled up, I guess. But if it doesn't, like if you ever feel the need to cry, you should never feel ashamed or embarrassed to do that. Because if it's gotten to that point, then you know your body is like really needing to unblock that emotional blockage. And then, of course, with emotions as well, it's like, well, what else do you feel like it's important that you feel like happiness and you feel contentment and gratitude and positive emotion as well and having that balance? Then you're not walking around with a rain cloud all day long, like finding positives in each day and like how I talked about in last week's episode, like practicing gratitude even on a hard day, still trying to find one thing to be grateful for that brings you happiness and makes you feel like grateful and loved and protected because that's a really important thing to think about. And then of course our mental health and the way we think, the way we process our thoughts and the way we talk about ourselves to ourselves and to others and just taking care of that really very fragile brain of ours that is capable of thinking very horrible and crazy things. Comparison is obviously a very big one that comes to having negative thoughts about ourselves and it's because we're comparing ourselves to somebody else. But often I find that people who don't have contentment in themselves and who lack a positive mindset about themselves or who have insecurities about different parts of themselves often judge that on other people so for example if you see somebody who's very positive and who's very outgoing and very confident and like they can easily get told oh you're too loud you're too much all this stuff but it's because you can see that they're they're content in themselves and that can be really triggering for someone who's not feeling like that. And so they seem to find a way to like subconsciously or consciously judge that person because that's what they lack. And then it goes in a whole different way of other things of when you don't feel like you will ever be that, you seem to judge someone for being like that. And then that's actually like what you are kind of insecure about or like the whole sense of faking it to make it and then being like, I'm trying to convince myself that I'm like that, but I'm not doing the inner work to be that. I don't know. I just think that when we have a negative thought, whether it be about ourselves or about someone else, we need to like stop that thought and not like delete it, but like stop it and become aware of it. And why are we thinking like that? Why? Who told me this? Who who said that? Who told you that was a comment to make about another person? Who told you that was okay to make that comment about yourself? Who's ever said that to you that's made you say it about yourself? Who's ever said something that's made you think that of something or someone else? 
So becoming more aware because a lot of the opinions that, and thoughts that drift into our brain have come from somewhere else. They've come from an external source and we've then been conditioned to believe that. So it's about becoming aware when we have these thoughts come in and then actually stopping them and being like, is that my thought or is that an external source that is somehow reaching my conscious? And then stopping it and being like, that's not my thought. That's not what I think of myself. That's not what I actually think about that person. And then when you get to a point where you can realize it, you've realized you've had this thought, you've realized that's actually not your, it's not come from you, from your core, it's from come from somewhere externally. You can then be like, okay, well, what's my actual belief on this? So to summarize all of that, basically what I'm trying to say is at any point you have the power, you hold the power to become more self-aware of your thoughts, both consciously, subconsciously, and give them more of a focus to realize, are they healthy? Are they positive? Are they negative? Are they your own thoughts? Are they being conditioned thoughts onto you? And you can stop them and you can change them. You can rewire your own beliefs and rewrite your story and you can start to see yourself in a much more positive light as well with the people around you too. And all of this can be done in a form of self-development and self-help and that is where you have a resource like a journal to use this space to understand your thoughts and to read them back and be like, is that really me? Is that really my mind? How can I change this and how can I make it more positive? And how can I use this to move forward in my life to be able to reshape and recreate the life that I want to live, the opinions I want to have of others, the way I want to view myself and I want to be kinder to myself. And it's all in the power of your own mind and the way you can become aware and be able to change it yourself. Mental health is mental wealth and we really need to take care of our mind in order to be able to manifest and to bring positive things and to have self-belief and to be able to back yourself. You really have to make a really safe space for your thoughts. Otherwise, it's going to be a real challenge for you to try and evolve and to create a dream life. You're always going to have a limiting belief holding you back. So it's really important that you do this shadow work and you do deep dive into your own mind, as scary as it can be, but it's the only way to move forward. So I'm really excited for you because I know that this is going to be a really special thing for a lot of people to start this new journey and to evolve in a positive way and to start working towards self-love and self-growth and to bloom into a more positive and beautiful human being. We've got so much to give to this world and we are also worthy of everything. We are all so important and you're more than enough in this world and you're you're so needed here. To be here is such a blessing in itself and I just want you guys to realize just the power that you hold. It is pretty damn wild what we can create just by the power of our mind and manifestation and gratitude and all these things like I don't just talk about it for the sake of it. It's real shit and it is why I am sharing it with you guys. So I hope you're really on the journey now. You've heard it, you believe in it and you are ready to take action for yourself. So hop online tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. and get yourself your Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone journal 
and here is to the next six months of hard work, dedicating time for yourself. And no, and I say hard work because I know how hard it is for people to focus on giving themselves time. But you've got six months to take care of your body, to take care of your mind, your soul. Giving yourself six months to get into the habit of practicing radical self-care and self-love. Delete apps that don't fulfill you, delayed dating apps or apps of things that like limit your self-love such as Facetune and shit like that. Take time away from social media if it's not fulfilling you and it's not bringing you peace and joy. Block numbers of people that aren't good for you, toxicity. Walk away from friendships that aren't fulfilling you either. It's time to step into your power, wake up earlier Get dressed, even though you don't feel like you're going to go anywhere, you still can show up best for yourself. It's time to eat healthier if that's the vibes that you feel like you need to do or eat in a more intuitive, balanced way, not be so hard on yourself. Eat the things you want to eat, enjoy life, like life is too short to be restrictive on yourself. Journal, journal every day, journal every week, whenever it feels good for you to do that. Have spa days, do little pamper sessions on yourself, take yourself out on little dates, do things with your friends that make you feel good and exercise, move your body, start, you know, going and doing something new that's going to be fun for you. It doesn't always have to be a hardcore hit workout at the gym. It can be going for a walk with a friend. It can be playing a social sport, like do something that's going to make you find exercise enjoyable and feels good for you. This is your only life that some will say. I'm not sure if I believe that, but a lot of people will think this is our only life. And if it is our only life and this is the last time you got to experience it, what would you really want to do of it? What would you want to get to the end of your life and think, oh my God, I'm so proud or what would I have wanted to do that I didn't do? Like this is your time to make these things happen. I think you need to realize that you are deserving of enjoying life and to creating the life that you wish to have. And you, I say it all the time, you wouldn't have those feelings if they weren't yours to experience in the future. No more waiting. It's time to be the person that you've always wanted to be. It's not like the other time when you thought you were going to change and you didn't. You can stick to these habits. You're going to see results. I believe in you. It's time to get yourself on the journey to that dream life.